Our next topic is creating a people first for your brand. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the assisting marketing manager of IPay88, Edgaris. So, hi everyone. Uh, it's so amazing to see so many people here. We had a little bit difficult to find seats here in the morning, right? But now I see there's a bit more space so you can brief. Uh, I know we are almost at lunchtime, so I'll try to make it as fast as I can, and then we will go and have some food. So before, before lunch, I have some topic that is very exciting. Unfortunately, I only have 20 minutes to talk about it, uh, because it's super important today to have people first and think about people and uh, plan maybe your marketing strategies around people rather than just push the product to your people. So let's see what we have here. So a little bit about myself. Originally, I come from Lithuania, but I've been in Malaysia for quite some time. I've been working with IP88 uh, since January last year, and I oversee IP88 Malaysia marketing. Um, a little bit about IP88 for those who do not know. So we are Malaysia's largest payment company as well. We are one of the leading companies in ASEAN in terms of payments. So we were established in year 2000 and in 2015 we were acquired by an entity data, which is a Japanese um, technology giant in a way. So since then we are an entity data company. So as you can see, we work with over 15,000 merchants in Malaysia alone. So what is people first? marketing. I believe a lot of us marketeers, we've been in this situation, we're planning a lot, we're trying to, uh, to implement various strategies, we're optimizing our processes, we're thinking about social media, we're putting money into social media, we're analyzing our conversions, we were building traffic, but in the end, the result was that we still felt that something is missing. It's not the outcome, it's not the result that we wanted to have. And maybe the solution and maybe the reason for it is that we were pushing too hard on our product and we were not thinking about the people, about our consumers. So what is people-first marketing? It is an approach and strategy that personalizes uh, customer touch points in various customer sales and so on funnels. So, um, did you know also a little bit of statistics here that 75% of people actually would choose to buy something if it is recommended by their pair or if it is some sort of recommendation made from outside. So 75% is a tremendous number and it could actually have a tremendous impact on in general sales. Um, numbers that you would have. So I have very limited time, so I'll share three ideas what I have in mind, how you could potentially optimize your marketing strategy to attract more people and to target a person more. So the first uh, would be target your message. It's very important that we target our message because our pe the people that we, that we try to, to sell to, they are all different, right? So if we use one message, it's not gonna work out. We will just look as a robot trying to push some sort of message to them. So as, a, as an example, I want to show you uh, a clothing store. It comes from the UK, it's called Very. And this is a homepage of Very. So I'm not sure, it's a little bit blurry. Um, the customer, when he or she logs in, for instance, in this case, the customer's name is Nikki. So when Nikki logs in, she sees Nikki brighten up because, as you can see up there, there's a small sign uh, of the sun, and they also show the temperature just under the login name. So um, 
they basically optimize their page based on the weather forecast. So they say, hey, Nikki, it's very sunny and bright and cheerful outside. Maybe you need some outfits that would, you know, suit the weather. And um, also, they obviously show Nikki's favorite clothes as well. So probably Nikki loves light jackets with bright colors and maybe some blouses, right? So they try to push this kind of information onto her. Because maybe Nikki, when she was going to work today on this sunny and cheerful day, she was thinking, damn, I don't have what to wear for that, such a day. But it just never happened that she bought it because it was just a thought. So Very uses this as a strategy to push some clothes that would work for her. On the other hand, Nikki comes one, one month maybe later and she sees that the weather actually drastically changed. It's pretty cold now, five degrees Celsius only. So they say, Nikki, wrap up, it's cold out there. They don't, want to, they don't want Nikki to get ill. They don't want her to get cold and sick. So they try to suggest some warmer jackets maybe. They try to suggest warmer clothes. This is just fashion industry, right? This is just clothes. But think if you, for instance, sell, don't know, tea if you sell beverages, right? You can also try to adapt a similar strategy. When it's super hot in Malaysia and everyone is just dying, you can use maybe some teas that are more refreshing or you can try to push the teas that are, um, have a cooling some sort of effect or that taste better when they are iced teas. On the other hand, we also in Malaysia have sometimes those weeks when it's relatively cold, so we could try to push something that you know keeps you warmer or boost your immune system and so on. Um, this is just one of the examples. It's a home page, right? If you do not have a home page where people actually log in, you could use the same strategy for newsletters. So you could just foresee the weather, for example, in this case, and try to send a personalized weather-based newsletter to your customers. Another, another technique that is important as well, if customers are good enough to give you their time, you need to listen. It's super important to listen to customers. And we as marketeers, we often believe that we don't need to listen to people because we know our product best, because we sell it. So we know what the strengths of the product are, so we try to play around the strengths and we try to push the strengths to the customer. However, often a customer does not really care so much to know what the actual, actual strengths of this product are, and they want to to, they want you to listen to them. So an example that I can show you, um, this is a restaurant, it's a pré-à-manger. Uh, it is a British restaurant. Uh, they basically, those who do not know, they sell sandwiches. So it's like Subway, but a little bit different. So it's a very popular place for you to go for, you know, for lunch, you know, where you just grab a sandwich, a coffee, and then you just go. So what they did, they noticed in 2015 the trend that people start choosing healthier sandwich options. Um, because that's what people were telling them. It's not that people directly came and told them, hey, I want a healthier sandwich. They just noticed that the cells, this, uh, this, the, the cells of, uh, of healthier options are increasing. So what they did, they launched first standalone vegetarian pop-up shop in their shop in 2016. So they heard people, you want more vegetarian options? Go ahead, please. And what happened then? The sales grew by almost 14% that year. So by a simple factor that they heard what their customer wants without, without putting in a lot of money in it, you can achieve actually something that is outstanding. For example, it's not in the slide, but I can share with you what we do on the IP88 side. Um, it is a little bit yet silent, so you are probably the first people that are gonna hear about it now. Uh, so a little bit exciting here. Um, 
We're actually launching our IP88 Academy this month. So it's going to be a training kind of platform for people, for people like you who are interested in e-commerce, in general how to run e-commerce store, how to start e-commerce business, how to boost your e-commerce business, how to grow, how to, sorry, uh, increase your sales and so on. We are starting an IP88 Academy, which is going to be totally free of charge, that's going to be um, three different levels based on where you believe you stand. So beginner, intermediate, and advanced. We also have some very exciting partners to work with us together. So official launch is 27th of, uh, of, of this month, and the classes officially start next month. So I would suggest to you to go and visit ip88academy.com just for more information. And you can start registering for our September classes already. So why this comes up? It comes up because when we work with, with our merchants, with our customers, we realize that more and more of them actually ask for some sort of training and guidance in e-commerce because IP88 is a, is a leading example of e-commerce solution providers in Malaysia. So a lot of people actually face and ask and say, how can we actually improve this or that? I do not see my sales growing as I wish to. So basically hearing out this feedback, we decided to establish the academy. Um, another another um, very important thing to bear in mind is that you always must show appreciation for your customer. So a simple thank you can bring you miles. So here I, I list six, six simple examples how, for instance, if you ship something, uh, a physical item a customer brought, bought from you, by shipping uh, it together with a small handwritten thank you note can mean a lot. Do not do... Uh, you know, templated um, thank you notes, which are, dear valued customer, thank you so much for purchasing from me. I'm very excited that we build this relationship. This is boring because it's not personal. It's dear valued customer. My name is not valued customer. So try to put a little bit personalization, a little bit effort in, you know, in thanking and appreciating your customer. Along this, along a small note, you can also include a small insertion. So for example, you could include some candy or something similar, or maybe product samples, or if you sell, for instance, teas, as I mentioned before, maybe you could include another small packet of another sort of tea. Um, this means a lot, I believe, also to the customers. And my personal example is back home when I was buying uh, before contact lenses, I was using this online shop all the time. And I wasn't using it because it was cheapest or it was nicest or it was fastest or it was always reliable or whatever. Obviously, those things matter a lot. But what actually made me thinking like, wow, I actually matter to them was that every time when I bought from them, they were including a small thing for me. And they were sending me a personal message saying, thank you, really value. We see that it's your third, fourth, or whatever order. And we really appreciate having you with us and you know, in our journey of growing our business. So it's actually, you feel like a part of this company. You do not feel as a item, you do not feel as a basically source of monetary revenue for them. Another example that I actually encountered was very interesting. Uh, you can create personalized connection by, 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 by creating a small video. So for instance, there's this leather shop. It comes from the US, I believe, but they deliver all around the world. It's called Popo Leather. So the founder and the main guy behind the shop he creates a personalized video to every new registration. So every person who registers, he personally greets and tells what to expect in the shop, how the whole process of lever production works in very simple and plain 
language that human can understand. So you again feel this kind of connection with a person because you can firstly see them and you can talk to them in a way. Um, and it just leaves you know you the impression like, yeah, I just want to buy everything from you now. You know, it doesn't matter because I really appreciate that you make actually such an effort. So as I mentioned, provide free samples as well. Uh, offer post-purchase discounts. So a very common example, just to add a mini voucher or something, you know, that you know entitles a customer to a further discount if they purchase again, and spotlight your customer. So today, as we already, I think, heard in the last um, in the last uh, speech, in the no, actually in the panel discussion, everyone or a lot of us are on social media today, right? So. If I receive some nice packaging or some nice, uh, some nice product or something that actually wows me, I would definitely post it on my social media and I would definitely tag that shop. So what you can do, you can actually spotlight those people and you can feature them on your newsfeed. You can try to take and repost their post. This would give you um, some sort of a testimonial from your customer and as well it would actually show that they matter to you. It's not that they just post, kind of blast the message to their network and that you don't really care about it. So I really like it because even in Malaysia there's some brands for services and there's some brands for, for, for goods, they actually do it because when I really like something I totally share it with my, with my network and they, most of the time they reply and it's very, it makes you feel like, oh, I actually, you know, matter to you. All right, so most importantly, when you do this, do not expect anything in return. You cannot write a letter, thank you, thank you, thank you, Edgar, for purchasing those contact lenses from us. We really appreciate it. Oh, by the way, can you share the picture on your Instagram? You cannot do that because people will believe like, what the hell, like, you kinda, I paid my money to you and now you want free advertising from me again. Kinda, it's a no-no, right? So basically, be as honest as you can. Do not expect anything. If you don't expect anything, then something will definitely happen. So, to wrap it up, okay, we are actually managing the time. So to wrap it up, uh, little personal things that create a wow effect actually are very, very worth the investment of your time and possibly many uh, small, small amount of money. Um, as I mentioned before, for example, you might think, oh yeah, adding the candy or adding something in the, a small gift, it, it's extra cost on you. So for you to compensate them, then you need to increase the price on your product because you don't want to lose on it. Yes and no, because think about it. Um, you already are paying for a box or for packaging. You are paying for shipping. You are paying for postage, right? Adding an extra 20 gram of candy would not actually differ much in terms of shipping price. And if you buy them smartly, if you buy them in bulk, you can actually save a lot on those small gifts. So try to wow your customer uh, because it's very, very important today. We should start thinking more about a person who stands behind the purchase rather than the product that you are pushing to the customer to buy. So thank you very much. Uh, this is me on LinkedIn, so you can try to scan the QR code if it works here, uh, and we can connect and bring this conversation further on LinkedIn. Okay, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day and lunch. All right, thank you, Edgar. Now, before we let you off, we have uh, a few questions here. So the first one is, is there a strategy on branding, particularly for a B2B company? We are actually, IP880 is B2B company, and it was relatively difficult for me to 
talk about such a topic because, I mean, it's very pa I'm very passionate about this topic, but it's very difficult to bring real IP88 examples because we're a B2B company. And uh, we do not really work directly with the customers. And our, our strategy probably in terms of branding and our strategy in terms of working with people would not suit everyone because we do not want to appeal to all, all the masses. That's why we don't do TV, that's why we don't do a lot of radio because we cannot measure where we are. So branding is very important for B2B, of course, because first you need to, um, to be perceived as a leader you need to be perceived as safe and secure. Um, as a leader, you can, you can become, you know, by participating in events like this and talking in events like this, sharing in events like this. Uh, you can also, if you cannot, you can basically have just a booth and as much presence as you have, it will build up your credibility because people will see your name and people will talk about you. So, you know, I might not know you personally, but maybe I heard about your brand from a friend of mine who attended some event and talked to you in the booth or something, something along the lines. Uh, so I would say that creating a B2B a branding is super important as well for B2B because um, you know if you do not have any brand then basically you do not in a way exist. So even businesses they would not be able to find you to, to you know to work together with you. Alright? Thank okay. you very much. Okay, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get up once again for Edgar. Thank you. Thank you.